Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. morning. Welcome to the show this morning. I have to say, it feels mm, icky. I don't know. The events of this weekend, there's just no words. It's shocking. It's really hard to believe that these things are happening in our world. I don't know. (laughs) I found myself struggling with it, and I can't even imagine how the people that were directly affected, how they are coping. Such, it just seems so needless. I, I, I don't know. I don't understand, and... I'm sure, like all of you, you are struggling to try to make sense of it, but I don't know that we will be able to. I mean, we're going to get the reports and, and the, you know, the news things on, you know, possibilities or, you know, why this maybe happened. But the reality is that it did, and we have to figure out a way to not let it take us in a direction that's just not healthy for ourselves. So the Las Vegas shooting, and then there was also a terrorist attack in Edmonton, and I was in Edmonton that night. I was out for supper with a a friend, and she had been having a, a rough day, and we were eating nachos, and, you know, she's like, says to me, I'm really glad that you're here today. You've made my day better, and I appreciate our friendship. And and we were, you know, sitting there, and we were talking about hate crimes. We were talking about diversity and, you know, how it affects us in our daily life. And I'm part of a group on Facebook that I'm really enjoying because it's opening my eyes to things that I wouldn't be able to Um, be exposed to otherwise, because I live in a very rural area. It's not a large population. I don't um, have access, I guess, to a large number of experiences unless I go out of my little zone here, which is pretty awesome. I do have a hard time leaving my ranch because I love it so much. so, you know, I was sharing with her some of the things that opened my eyes and we were talking about, you know, life in Edmonton and, you know, how it affects her because she has some family members that, you know, experience some racism and it was just 
a good conversation. Little did we know what would happen. We were already both home by then. Later in that evening, and, you know, as I sat in this very crowded restaurant and I looked around at all the different people, all shapes and sizes, colors, and it was a happy thing. There was a good energy in there. People were enjoying themselves. And, you know, when you're in that, it's hard to process what happened later that day in Edmonton with the terrorist attack and the police officer that got ran over and repeatedly stabbed and the same individual later that evening went down a super busy street in Edmonton and ran over people on purpose. I don't know. I don't know how to process that. And then hearing about the Las Vegas shootings, and I don't know how to process that. It's a struggle. The world will never be the same. But I do know that this, you know, is, is a time of extreme energies. I had already, you know, made notes about what I was going to talk about on the radio show today before all of this happened. Saturday morning I got some insights when I was, you know, doing my morning meditations and I wanted to talk about patterns and how the patterns are extreme. Like you feel extreme anger, extreme grief, extreme sadness, extreme, 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 but then you've also, something will happen and you'll feel extreme joy, and it seems like it switches really quickly. You're like, wow, that doesn't bother me anymore, or wow, this is really awesome. And part of it is to bring our attention to ourselves. Getting to know ourselves, key, right? You know, the reports about the Las Vegas shooter, that he was, you know, a quiet guy. Nobody expected he'd ever do this. How do you process that? <laughs> right? Do you look at your neighbors differently? I say no. I say we have to be aware of not spiraling down to living our lives in fear because that's not going to help anything. And fear blocks your spidey senses. Fear blocks your intuition. You still have to live your life and live it in a way that is healthy for you, however that looks, right? It'll, I don't know. I have no answers on <laughs> why these things happen. I don't know. I, all, I feel the energies and I feel the extremeness of it all and patterns are being exposed our own as well as everybody else's. And I feel like one of the possibilities is that the people who it's affecting so extremely in a negative, dark way really don't know how to handle themselves and their life. As we know, people have become a lot more sensitive over the last few years because we're evolving into society that understands energies better, understands the damage or the good we can do energetically. It's just it's too much for some people. And that's not an excuse. It's just how it is. Because don't you find people are lashing out when um, it doesn't always make sense to even ourselves, even us. Of course, right? We're not immune to any of this stuff. 
I'm sure there's situations where your own switch would get flipped and you would react violently if someone, threat, someone threatened your children or your spouse or your pets. Like, we're all capable of it. We can't ignore that we're capable of it. But we have tools and processes and ways of being that we can manage our own emotions and the way we exist in our world. And that is important, of course, right? I find that um, taking some sort of action, you know, finding some causes to donate to as a way to help. If you can volunteer, that's another good way to help instead of feeling helpless. And be careful what you are exposing yourself to. We need to know these things happen, absolutely. But then we need to find a way to process it personally where we're retaining our emotional health. For myself, it's taking that time to appreciate the good things in my life. Last night I rode my horse in my beautiful barn that we just got power put in and it was dark outside and it just, it was only for half an hour, but it made a huge difference. The things that bring you joy where you can unplug from the rest of the world. I tried to watch some of the hero videos of the people that helped, and I I can't. So I decided I'm just going to send them, you know, energetic prayers, do some donations. I, yeah, I can't. It's too much for me to process being empathic. I feel for everybody. I can't even imagine all the people that are affected, um, It's just too big, too big for me to process. I have to process it in chunks, bite-sized chunks. And so when I was, you know, putting together the ideas for the show and I wanted to talk about, you know, the patterns of light and dark and extreme energies, I do want to share with you a story of someone I care about who went through something obnoxious, I'll call it. Um, It's not the first time I've helped somebody in this kind of a situation, and every time I get annoyed, that's not even the wrong word. I get right pissed off about it because I don't like it. I don't think it's fair. I think it's rude. So, um, and a few months ago, someone had um, emailed me on my Facebook page about um, being discerning who you get readings from and the energies that can be involved in there. And I wasn't ig- ignoring you. I did want to find a way to bring this up in a good context because I have talked about this before. So I'm going to fit those pieces in with this story about some trickster energy. So somebody I care about um, got a reading from someone. And so she, she was on a mission to find someone who can help her understand her gifts because she has them. <laughs> I know she's probably listening but she doesn't know what to do with them. (laughs) I do tease her about this. Okay, so um, she had gotten a reading from somebody. And so what happened was 
there was just some things that were um, said. Okay, I got to start at the beginning. No. Um, anyway, she contacted me wanting some um, energy protection tips. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, no problem. And um, she says, okay, so what happens if you have a malicious energy in your house? And I'm like, don't buy the house or move. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I was being a smart aleck because I knew there was more to the story and I needed her to give me the details. Anyways, so she did. We talked on the phone and she was getting woken up in the night by an energy that did not feel positive. And I'm like, whoa, that sucks. Okay, so, and it's not the first time that I've helped clients with things like this. So I do know what to do. And I'm going to share with you in case this happens to you. So I said to her, have you, like, bought anything or brought anything into your home in the last little while that, you know, could have created this energy? Because sometimes when we buy things, or other people give us gifts, it, they can knowingly or unknowingly have an energy attached. And so, you know, smudge, sage everything, right? And she didn't. And I said, well, have you, like, talked to somebody or had somebody new in your life? And then she told me about this reading that she had received. And as soon as she started talking about it, I felt it. So in my... Um, solar plexus chakra, where is our power, and I knew immediately that this was not good. It was a trickster energy. It was someone messing with her. I've had this happen to me. And I am strong, so I'm like, yeah, get out of my house. No, absolutely not. This is not going to happen. You're No, 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 no. And I, I say it with a little more emphasis few cuss words. I make it very clear, no. Clear, precise, no. Even when I'm working with kids who sense someone in their room, I encourage their parents to let them swear at it a little bit because <laughs> it just gives the kids that extra burst of woohoo power. You don't have to go extreme, or you can. So we did some energy clearing. She got the sea salt and swept up the area where she felt it the most. And interestingly enough, um, she didn't do the rest of her house right away, and that night she could feel it, but it couldn't come into her room. So she did the rest of her house. But what it also did is it sparked this amazing conversation on how strong she is, because she did know what to do to take care of it. She knew to reach out to me because I was a safe person for her to reach out to. And she was obviously guided, right, because I do know that stuff. I don't always share it because, um, you know, it freaks people out to know this exists, and so unless I'm asked. But I've gotten rid of some pretty gross, disgusting things, and it makes me, um, gets me fiery. I mean, I realize if there's light in the world, there's also dark. But I don't like when a dark energy will try to take advantage of somebody. And that's what this person who did the reading was doing. She was trying to control the person, the person I care about. And no, not an option. Absolutely not. And 
the thing is there are people in my industry whose motives are not for the light because you can control people through fear. You can control people through energy. I mean, let's be real. We all know how to manipulate somebody. We have all done it. We all do it. It's when your intentions are sneaky that it backfires, doesn't it? That whole karma thing. I wouldn't want to be that person that uh, did this to her because karma is not going to be pretty for her because I do believe in it. But we, we got it all cleared up. She knows what to do now if it shows up again. Um, when stuff like this happened to me, and it, every once in a while it still does, I know all the tools, um, You basically you're banishing it. You're using tools to banish. I love sea salt on the floor, sweep it up, sage. We know I love sage. Sage your house. And say no. Get out. And be firm in that no. You wouldn't invite this energy in your house if it was a human being. So don't invite it in when it's not. And if it sneaks in, get it out. Interestingly enough, it was a Skype reading. I do. One question I'm going to ask her is um, where she was in her house when she did the Skype reading. Like what could that person see in the background and make sure she smudges and sea salts all of that stuff too. That just that occurred to me just this morning. Because there's people that are just not in it for the, it's not even the right reasons because they feel it's right. It's not that they don't know any better, but maybe they don't. I don't know. I'm not going to judge that because they do what they're doing and they have their reasons. It might not be reasons I agree with, but they do, right? Like, I don't know. I do know that there is energies in the personal development industry field, psychic business, that like to feed on the dark and like to feed on other people's fears. You know, the whole thing's about let me remove your curse and blah, blah, blah. And maybe that's where this was going. Because in the reading that they got, the person did mention or do you get woken up at night and feel like there's you know something going on so did she plant a seed did she give a heads up did she she was definitely messing with with her no 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 So when you're getting a reading with someone, um, really check out their page. Now, I like pictures. I like to see the the person's face. And right now I'm guilty of probably, I think I took down my couple pictures on my website. I need to put one up because in my pictures I'm a brunette and now I'm blonde. So I will fix that so people could see my face. And the reason is because, you need to use your own energetic discernment and intuition and scope people out. The best is to get a referral, of course. And, but look at them. Like, look them in the eyes in their pictures and find out, like, do I trust this person? So when she gave me the name of the person, I went and checked them out. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. There's a dark energy in her picture. Now, 
I probably see that more than other people because I do have some skills. But still, trust and check it out. And so then she, there was somebody else she had gotten a reading from that she really liked. And so I went and looked at that person, and I liked that person. I might even get one myself. And I said to my friend, I want you to compare the both, both pictures. Like go to their websites, compare them both. So energetically, you will be able to tell the difference. Because the beautiful thing is, she learned a lot. <laughs> Not pleasant, powerful. Very powerful. And there's going to be more powerful lessons that come out of this experience for her, because that's how it goes, right? Discernment. Check out who you're getting a reading from. Because some people, they just, they need to feed on other people's stuff. And some people just suck at reading. And be willing to admit when you're wrong. So I had a client and um, she was trying to sell her house. And I had a, a flash, a picture of a a family that looked at it and bought it, and I'm like, yay, your house is, it feels like your house is going to sell. I told her, like, exactly what I saw. She messaged me a few weeks later and said, yay, my house sold, but it wasn't who you saw. I'm like, yay, got that wrong. <laughs> I mean, there's lots of reasons and possibilities, and I could, you know, explain it away if I wanted to. Oh, well, maybe they'll buy it next time, or maybe they were going to buy it, and this other person, like, who knows? Who knows? But the bottom line is it's sold, and that's what she wanted. And she had hope, and we're good, right? I could go, oh, no, I was so wrong about that. Who I thought was going to buy it didn't buy it. Yeah, well, it was a flash, and yeah. And if I got cranky about it, then I shouldn't be doing readings, <laughs> right? Because if I can't handle it, but there are readers that, that it's too hard on their ego to ever be wrong. So what? So what if you're wrong sometimes? You're getting a flash and say that person was, say that was in their timeline, but something changed in their timeline and then they couldn't. Does that make you wrong? Yes and no. That's the thing. I'm good at reading energies and they're not straight lines. So say even two years ago when I would sit with a client, there'd be like straight line possibilities. They were straight lines. Now they're not. It's like a grid. And you get to kind of pick and choose depending on the day and what happens. And the reason it's a grid instead of straight lines is because we become energetically more in tune. And when we become energetically more in tune, there's more possibilities in our life. Does that make sense? So if you look back at our parents, their life was more straight line than ours is. Ours has twists and curves and we're, we have access to more information. We have access to more possibilities. I mean, even my kids. If I would have known kinesiology existed when I was in high school, that's what I would have studied. I didn't. So it was a straight line in some ways. And it's not good or bad, though. You have to remember 
It's just how it is at the time. What we're all dealing with in our chaotic world, we can look at it as good or bad, but the reality is it just is. And we have to find a way to get through it. Have to find a way to process it without, you know, creating more havoc for our own selves. It's 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 just how it is. I wish it wasn't. But if we can focus more on the joys and the love and I hope the hate crimes stop. I don't. I mean, if you look back at history, too, like, this isn't new. We just don't want it to be happening. So how can we support that? How can we support this not happening again? That's what you need to figure out for yourself. Maybe it's volunteering at a a place that tries to create change in the world. Maybe it's just voicing your opinion to family and friends on how this is unacceptable and what can we do together. Definitely praying, definitely getting to know yourself, what triggers you. All these things we can do from an individual standpoint to help the collective be better. I don't know. It's it's crazy. It's disheartening. But I do want to remind you to keep faith. Faith, hope, love. Because if we don't, we can just let it consume us. consume us. So um, on a different note now, the last show I was um, talking about a mean girl situation I encountered, and then I didn't do the show last week because the internet guy was supposed to come fix my internet, give me a new one. Uh, They didn't show up. They're coming today. (laughs) Just roll with it, right? Just roll. I've already rearranged my schedule three times today for them, but supposedly they're coming at 1030, so I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Um, I am still dealing with that other situation, but really, I'm just going to let it play out. Because if one thing that I realize is happening is karma is happening, it just might not be in the way we like it. And so I really don't have the energy to go make a fuss about this. I said to the lady yesterday that I'm working with, I'm just going to see what happens. It'll be what it is. If I join this group, I join it. If I don't, it's not going to ruin my life. I'm not going to make it a big deal. She's like, well, I know, but it, you know, it upsets me. And I said, I appreciate that, and I understand. But, you know, but having said that, there are boundaries and consequences now that I will have in place when dealing with this group. I'm not going to go in there opening and trusting, and they're going to have to earn my trust and respect. And that's fair, right? Because when people deliberately act in ways to humiliate you, mm, I want to add this. So 
as I said before, I'm doing this shadow course to understand the shadow parts of ourselves with Caroline Mace. Love it. One of the things that um, they talk about is that our fear of being humiliated drives a lot of the things we do. Choices we make, reactions we have, that fear of being humiliated, publicly humiliated, where people know. I thought that was fascinating. I've had public humiliations quite a bit in the last year. They weren't extreme. They were annoying. And I didn't react badly. So I get pat myself on the back for that. I will say, though, that experiencing those is what propelled me to research more about shadow energies and my shadows because I wanted to know why I was attracting these situations. Because, sure, I didn't react badly publicly, but they are hurtful. Hurtful and make me want to hibernate. And I love hibernating, so that's not good. (laughs) On the other side of that... Why shouldn't I love hibernating? I've created the life I love. I don't want to leave my life. I enjoy it all, which makes the challenges easier to cope with, for sure, because I can always step outside my door and go hang out in my cow herd or my horse herd, and they love me. They're so awesome. My cats, my dog, like, I'm surrounded by love. And then there's all the human parts. My children, my husband, they love me too. It's different different with animals, though, I have to say. Because theirs is unconditional, you know? It's, It's just different. So I have this beautiful life that I love, and so I wanted to investigate, like, is that to tell me that I don't need to be in any group things? Except for my shadow, one of them is that I do like to hibernate. And I could be, you know, one of those people that only accesses things online. And so I had to back away from online, partly because my Internet sucks. And I wasn't able to go online, but also because I wanted to make sure I didn't become that person. Make sense? I didn't want to become that person that doesn't know how to talk to people. And so I, I tutor computers, and I love it. And I am definitely better one-on-one, and that's something I, I acknowledge. But I do need to still keep my hand in some group activities so I don't lose my skills. <laughs> Make sense? Because I could. I could just stay here all day. I go grocery shopping once in a while, but I do big Costco grocery shops so I can stay home. Once I know. But I did create this beautiful place here that I adore, so not wrong. I do have to create more balance, though. Does that make sense? And just try to try to do good in the world when you can to navigate these challenging energies. All of our shadow sides are coming up to show us things. Use them to be constructive rather than destructive. Doesn't mean you don't fire back when someone attacks you but fire back in a way that you can live with the consequences, that you can accept the consequences, that you can understand the consequences. I'm fiery, 
And so when I get fired upon, I have learned to take a step back first. I have big energy, and I can be super destructive. I know this. I can. We all can. And so sometimes my firing back might not be the best plan. And I have to be aware of this all the time. Does that make sense to you? As much as I can bring the light and share the light and help people with the light, I could probably do the same with the dark if I wanted to, if I was inclined that way. Because we are all black and white. We have that, you know, dual, that polarity of the light and the dark that we can access. You just have to figure out what works for you with the soul lessons and your existence in this lifetime. I don't know where our world's going to go. It's not looking pretty for sure. But there are pretty things. And we have to keep up our faith and hope. So because I do have an internet guy coming, I'm going to go ahead and do our chakra meditation now. And I might end the show a little early because, yeah, I don't know when he's going to show up. It was supposed to be 9.15, and I rearranged everything, and then he phoned and said, can it be 10.30? And I'm like, yes. He's like, well, are you sure? And I'm like, yes, I just rearranged, because I requested you not to come till after 10. But okay. Try going just instead of fighting everything and getting upset. See if you can go with the flow a little bit more. If it's not your... It is something you can learn. If it's not your usual, try it. I don't know. The energies are what the energies are, and we have to adjust. Learn to navigate. Learn to trust our intuition more, for sure. I mean, cultures in the past is how they lived. They trusted their the signs, the symbols, their intuition their spidey senses, and maybe that's where we're going back to, which wouldn't be terrible. We all have to learn it again, but it is what it is, right? Okay. Let's take a nice breath in. Let's go ahead and do our chakra meditation. All right. Sit back in your chair. Uncross your legs, close your eyes. Now begin breathing very deeply, taking full, deep breaths. And with every breath you exhale, you'll become more deeply relaxed. After the fifth breath, you're going to concentrate on the top of your head.
Now that you've had your fifth breath, concentrate on the top of your head. You'll begin to feel heavy, and this heavy, warm, might be tingly, relaxation moves from the top of your head down over your forehead and eyelids and jaw. Deeply relaxing as you concentrate on the sound of my voice. Pay no attention to any sound except for the sound of my voice. For these sounds are everyday sounds of life and cannot distract or disturb you. But will tend to relax you and allow you to go even deeper into this deep, heavy relaxation. This beautiful, warm feeling of relaxation is in your shoulders, down your back, and through your chest area. Deeply relaxing and breathing becomes gentle, rhythmic, and that drowsy, sleepy, daydreaming feeling of relaxation takes over, letting go, drifting down deeper, deeper and deeper. Your arms, hand, and fingers are relaxing, feeling a numb pleasant, tingling feeling through your fingers as this relaxation grows deeper and deeper. Feel your stomach muscles relaxing, deeply relaxing. And the heavy, warm feeling of relaxation moves into your hips, into your legs. You are now feeling this heavy, warm feeling of relaxation moving downward into your knees, feeling the weight of your legs pushing down heavier and heavier and feeling your legs deeply relaxing, deeply, deeply relaxing. And this heavy relaxation moves into your ankles and your feet and into your toes as you feel your body relaxing even more and letting go deeper and deeper. As I count from five down to zero, Each count will represent deep relaxation and you will feel the body relaxing even more and letting go deeper and deeper. And when I reach zero, you will go deep asleep, deeply, deeply relaxed. Now, five, letting go, four, three, two, one, Zero, deeply, deeply, deeply relaxed. Let's visualize or imagine deep, thick roots growing at the bottom of our feet, deep, deep into Mother Earth. Feel yourself grounding and connecting with the Earth. Now imagine or visualize a white ball of energy coming up from those roots. There will be two into the bottoms of your feet. Traveling up your leg, you may feel a warm, tingling sensation. Up into your legs, higher into your thighs, and both balls of white light join together at your root chakra. We're going to clean this root chakra and clean it by spinning it, inviting light in. We're just going to clean it. 
cleaning, cleaning. This is where you worry about money, home, needs, and possessions. Worrying about world events and safety. We're going to give this one a great big clean today. <sighs> cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Great. Now that one's nice and shiny clean. We're going to move up. We're going to ask Archangel Raphael to come vacuum away all the dirty and cruddy energies. And I feel like Archangel Michael is going to come help too. We're all feeling very emotional. Let's go to the sacral chakra. In this orange ball of light, spin it, put light in it. We're just going to clean it. I like the spinning visual because you can see it or feel it. There's no way to do this wrong. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Nice. Boundaries live, joy, feelings, cleaning, cleaning. Excellent. Good job. Nice. Cleaning, cleaning. all shiny clean. Let's move up to our solar plexus chakra. This is the yellow one. Let's clean that one. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Nice. Whew. Now that one's all nice and clean. Let's move up. Heart chakra, our green one. Cleaning, cleaning. our heart just hurts with these world events. Let's clean it up so we can navigate our own world with love. Cleaning, cleaning. Nice. Cleaning, cleaning. Good job. Great. Now that that one's all nice and clean, let's move up to our throat chakra. 
our blue one. Our ability to communicate, to listen, cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Excellent. So we can clearly communicate our feelings, our thoughts, maybe even some activism. Cleaning, cleaning. Nice. Okay, now that one's all nice and clean. Let's move up to our third eye chakra, our forehead, the darker purple one. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. needs a little more. Fear can cloud this one. Cleaning, cleaning. Nice. Excellent. Okay, now that one's all nice and clean. Let's move up to our crown chakra located at the top of our head. This one's a pale violet color. We're going to spin this ball of light until it's bright and shiny. Let's clean it, clean it, clean it. Cleaning, cleaning. Nice. Cleaning, cleaning. Excellent. Cleaning, cleaning. Perfect. Now that that one's all clean, let's visualize or imagine that ball of light. Move it down through our forehead, down through our throat. And as it moves past each chakra, it's going to send some more lights. And you're going to feel clear, energized, lit up, and emotionally strong. Down through your throat down through your chest, down through your tummy, to your pelvis, ball of light will split in two, down through your thighs, past your knees, down your shins, out the bottoms of your feet, deep, deep, deep into Mother Earth, grounding you, stabilizing you, giving you a firm, firm, firm foundation. And now I'm going to count from zero to five, and you'll become wide awake, feeling refreshed, relaxed, and clear with a little stability in there. Zero, one, two, becoming aware of the room, three, 
four and five wide awake. Say your name out loud, feeling refreshed, feeling strong and confident. If during your travels and your day-to-day find that you're getting overwhelmed with all the energies, grab a smoky quartz or a tourmaline and put it in your bra or your pocket. It will just help ground you, a hematite also, um, ground you and deflect negative energies so that you can do what you need to do with love. Maybe throw a rose quartz in too. It's the love one. I know that's what I'm doing today. I want to send you all a blessing. A blessing to help you navigate your world. May you be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you live life with ease. Hugs. And wish me luck with my internet. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com. com.